to stand up strong, take the truth about themselves, to understand what went wrong. I know we can find a way, I know we can find a way, I know we can find a way. Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, y'all. I can't get my computer to work here. I look like it's not turned on or something. Let's see. No, it doesn't seem to be on. Is it on? Oh, it wasn't turned on, right? Okay, they're working on it. Hi, y'all. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-888-77 Jesse. J-E-S-S-E, Jesse, a brand new biblical question. I have it. I have it. And it's another doozy. Thank you, Nick. It's a doozy. Get ready. Which do you love more? Your true life or your false life? Which do you love more? Your true life or your false life? Isn't that an amazing question? Yes, Jesse, that is a doozy. And again, these questions are put here to encourage you, as I do for myself, to start paying attention to you. You and no one else as an adult is uh, responsible for your life. Only you. No community is responsible. No government. No, as an adult, father or mother. No, um, no nothing. Only you. And if you take control of your own life, you will literally live an amazing life right here in this evil, evil, nasty, dirty world, meaning the people of the world. You can be a monster in it, but not of it. Really, it'll be amazing. But you got to take responsibility. And the last thing that most human beings want it's to take responsibility, be responsible for their own life. I have a soundbite coming up, hope, hopefully we'll get to it today, where the blacks, the blacks, not all but most, not all, not all, not all, are now blaming white people for their health, wellness. 
And I told you a long time ago that black people really believe that white people are superior. They think that the reason they're sick and not healthy is because of white people, racism. Now, you know you got to have power to do something like that, right? They literally believe that white people are superior to them. That's why they call white people white supremacy. Because if you didn't believe they had authority over you, why would you keep reminding yourself that they do? Amazing, huh? But anyway, that's why these questions are here and to encourage you to start working on you. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed there on com slash show. And if you're busy this morning traveling or working out or or trying to cross our borders, not even trying, just walking across or taking a train across or whatever, you can be listening to the show. You can podcast and all that good stuff if you're not able to watch it. But you can be listening by calling the listen line at talk on Talk Stream Live at 641-793-1500. And follow us all on social media, all that good stuff, JLP uh, Talk on X and on Rumble.com. Slash Jesse Lee Peterson. All right. It is. Oh, and to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee. com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. JLP Talk. com slash JLP Talk or rebuildingtheman.com. All right. Um, so believe it or not. It's the first Thursday of the month of the year of 2024. And for those who don't know, every Thursday we take all calls, but we pay a lot of attention to the Bible thumpers on Thursdays. Every Thursday is. This is Trump. This is Black Jesus. <laughs> And this is the flat earther. Somebody said that to hate. Every Thursday is Bible Thumper Thursday. Bible Thumper! All right, brother. Are you ready? He's drunk as a badger. <laughs> Go ahead. Let that Holy Ghost language come up out of you. Go ahead. <laughs> He's on fire. <laughs> Baba Thumper. White people, when white people were strong in the good old days, when boys were boys and men were men, white people didn't carry on like that. They were not all emotional like that. But as more they take on the black ways, they become emotional now. I, I see some, sometimes I see these commercials on TV, and even on the internet sometimes, but especially on TV. 
Everybody and their mama dancing now in commercials. White people dancing. Everybody dancing. And the reason for it is that, that they have, uh, by way of affirmative action, they're taking out the strong white people, put in the wheat along with the blacks, and now they're catering to the blacks in all these commercials. Not all, but most. Everybody dancing. I'm like, what now? What a mess. What the? What a mess. It is a spiritual battle, right? A battle of good and evil. And you do become like what you hate. And white people kind of resented the blacks now because they're kind of, they're fed up with them. Everything everything the whites do, it doesn't seem to satisfy the blacks. They want more and more and more. But that's what happens when you spoil people like spoiling children. And the more you spoil your children, the worse they get. The more they want and require of you. And that's what the blacks are doing to the whites. You have spoiled them and not correct them. You have given them free stuff, lower the standards of America, and they're just getting worse. You have presented yourself along with the lie that you are the enemy of of black people, and you're not, but you have pretended that you are, and they're getting worse. And now they are attacking white people everywhere. Everywhere. And they're attacking the men and and uh, females, the males and females of of the white world. It's amazing to see it, but I understand evil. And human beings are evil until they overcome, until their nature changes. I don't care who it is, they're evil. Look around you, look at yourself and look around you. You'll see. Nothing but evil is not love. It's crazy, but I understand it's hell on earth. It is the Old Testament outside of you, inside of others in this world. There was a, uh, some of you may be aware of this, because I believe it's all over the internet now. I know I saw it on uh, on uh, the news. They are attacking the blacks, not all but most, are attacking even the judges in the courthouse now, because they've been told that it's racism to put you in jail. It's racism for you to be in jail. And then they got all these women taking over, which is unfortunately, because it's not going to help the situation at all. If anything, it's going to encourage the situation even more so. Think about this. Smoke on this. Men and women already hate their mothers, right? They can't handle the evil that comes through their mother. Even when the mother tries to correct them, it, it traumatizes the children. And so that's why you need a father there because a different love, a real love comes through the father. And that love corrects. It doesn't traumatize. And boys and girls can handle that because it is love. But just in, in America today, they're putting women in control of the homes and everything, right? 
So if you hate your mother already or grandmother, in the cases of a lot of black people because they're raised by their grandmother, but if you hate your mother already, how is it that you're expected to go to school, hear from a female teacher, and be okay with it? Hear from a female uh, politician and be okay with it? Hear from a female boss and be okay with it? Hear from a female judge and be okay with it? If you already hate the spirit of the female, what makes you think it's going to work outside of the home? When male judges were in control, you didn't see this kind of stuff happening. When father was in control of the home, of his wife in the home, and the children, you didn't see this kind of stuff happening. When men were in control of the schools, you didn't see these things happening that's happening in schools now. Teachers are getting beat up every day. ABC has reported that a, a Nevada judge was attacked Wednesday by a defendant who leaped over the judge's bench, sparkling, sparkling, sparking a bloody brawl. Watch this from ABC. Chaos erupts in the Las Vegas courtroom. As a man about to be sentenced attacks the judge. Take another look in slow motion as the man flies right over the bench and tackles the judge to the ground. It all began earlier during a hearing for 30-year-old Deobra Redden. He's a three-time felon, now facing a charge of battery on a protected person inflicting great bodily harm. His attorney is seen here asking the judge for probation instead of a prison sentence. But Judge Mary Kay Holtus has other thoughts. I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court... <laughs> what the? Amazing. What the? White people, y'all don't have a chance anymore. It's over. Sorry. You have given it to fear. And this is what you're getting. And black people have been encouraged to hate you and to blame you for their failure in life, their inability. And this is what you're now getting. I don't, I've never seen anyone jump across the bench, over the bench, and attack the judge. But she's like, uh, uh, no, 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 I'm not going to let him get away with this. We had to have a little more taste or something. The judge's like, oh, I think it's time he gets a taste of something else. She was right about that. If he gets to all the crimes and all that, he need to be in prison. But she's white. She can't do that now. Blacks have been trained that rather than listen to the white people attack them. And, I'm, and so uh, when the judge got up from getting beat up, did she say, oh, I changed my mind? I ain't going to give you no taste of anything, buddy. You black. You black. I wonder if that helped this case at all. What a mess. spiritual, folks.
It is spiritual. You must return to the Father. Ain't no way around it. Sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. When I'm saying sorry, I mean that I don't feel sorry. I'm telling you, it's sorry for you if you think there's another way around your hell, your anger, your mess. You got to overcome it. It's the wrong nature. I've never seen that before. Jump across the bench. This is what the blacks do when the cops stop them. They get a cop's attitude. They uh, overreact. And the cop gets blamed for it. What this old world coming to, things just ain't the same. It's gone. And I'm, I'm amazed at, because it wasn't this way in the good old days, I want you to know that, how, um, how, how um, willing that most, not all, not all, not all, but most blacks are willing and happy to be used for destruction in America and around the world. They know that they are being used to destroy. Not only from within are they being used, but from without as well. By other black people telling them, oh, to be mad at white people. Everything is racist. You are not responsible for yourself at all. White people need to lower the standard of life so they can come down to your level and destroy America, destroy the family and everything. It's crazy how the, the blacks fight to keep that going. It's interesting that that, I'm just, I, I, I understand it though. I understand it. So it's New Year's 2024. Get ready. It's going to be an amazing ride this year. I don't know what, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Do you have fear? This is Bible Thumping Thursday. Do you have fear? Even if you don't want to say it out loud so others can hear it, you should admit it to yourself. Because the one thing I know for sure and without a doubt, that everyone who has anger has fear. And I don't mean uh, um, fear of, you know, you're going down into the hood, you got to protect yourself. I don't mean that. I don't mean practical fear. I mean like fear that lives in you. That makes you afraid of others, makes you afraid to go, deal with life and you're uncomfortable and stuff like that. Inwardly, do you have it? And you're never going to overcome it until you admit that it's there. You got to admit that it's there, and then you start to overcome it. A YouTuber went out and asked that question, 
what is your biggest fear? Why is this from Dr. Robin, Robin Wallace? Why is this? What is your biggest fear? Not making it in life with the things I want to do. Deep water that I can't see the bottom of, and like sharks specifically. My biggest fear is probably like dying. I guess dying. I would say the same thing. Like death is pretty scary. Like, I don't like to think about it. I guess I would be afraid of like leaving people behind. No. Um, I mean, I think dying is a part of life. So when death comes, it'll come, and you just have to live life to its fullest, right? I'm not. It is what it is. If life happens, it happens. Uh, my husband and I actually had this conversation a couple days ago that when we get old enough to the point that we're not uh, functioning anymore, I would prefer to be happily killed or whatever the right euthanized <laughs> instead of uh, being held on. Amazing. What is your fear? What is your fear? What's your biggest fear, Hussar? I honestly don't have any fear. You have no fear? I really don't. Really? I, I know that's like, but I really don't. Really? You know that's like what? Well, it just feels like, you know, coy to say that right now after <laughs> after you just did that whole thing, but it's true. So, I think my, my if I do have any fear, it's that, I almost have too much of no fear, if that's possible. <laughs> you said if I have, if you have any fear, you have too much of no fear. Yeah, like it. Sometimes I get worried that I'm like too uh, fearless. And where did your fear go to? How did you overcome it? I, that's a good question. I think uh, by going towards it, like um, like we talk about the buffalo going to the into the storm. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah, like anything in my life that ever made me feel away, I always went towards it instead of running from it. Oh, yeah? I just innately knew that, like, that was the best way to get over it was to just address it. Yeah, and you've been that way all your life? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. And uh, are you ready to let that dog go? <laughs> <laughs> That, see, now that could be a fear. <laughs> you always find it. That's it. See there? <laughs> Just the thought of Sandy going away. When, when you went on vacation, you took that dog on the airplane with you? Oh, yeah. Inside the plane, or the, and you left him on the bottom? No, they don't. I don't think they do that anymore. Oh, they don't do it at all? Well, because a French bulldog uh, suffocated. Uh in, nice under the <laughs> under the plane. <laughs> so I think they got some sort of lawsuit, and now that's I think. Uh, and now we got to pay the price for that. <laughs> yeah, now you got to now you got to sit plane. next to the dogs. I'm never sitting next to a dog. <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Fear. If you don't have love, you have fear. One of the ways to know that you don't have love, but not the only way, is that you have fear. There is no fear in love. And there is no love in fear. Isn't that amazing? 
Bible thumping thirst in first John four says four verses eighteen says there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So if you have fear, you don't have love. And love is not an emotional thing. Love is a dispassionate thing. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment. Lord, no, that's true. Don't you feel yourself being punished with fear? We have fear. You're afraid or shy and can't go into the crowded room on your own. You're afraid and shy when you go to a dance or party. You can't stand alone. You got to find somebody to stand with. When you have fear, isn't it hard to sleep at night? Doesn't it feel painful on the inside of your mind and body when you have fear? You're punishing yourself. Fear has to do with punishment. And whoever has fear, and whoever fear has not been perfect in love. There is a perfect love. It doesn't come from mama. It doesn't come from another human being. You cannot get it from another human being. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. For fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fear has not been perfect in love. Uh uh, uh uh, uh. You got to work on you, folks, and you can. Faith without words is dead. And work doesn't mean go feed the homeless. Work means, it doesn't mean you got to be reading the Bible all the time. Nothing wrong with reading the Bible, but don't read it to remember. You cannot know God by way of the intellect. You cannot know God by way of the mind, of thoughts. The intellect hates God. And it will never let you know God. So you can't read the Bible and know God. You can't read the Word and know God. You can't read the Scriptures and know God. Isn't that amazing? But the Christian read, uh, I gotta read my Bible. I've been reading my Bible at 6 o'clock every evening. I read my Bible. I read the Word. Never knowing God. Never knowing God. 
You know about him. You have ideas about him, and that's all it is. Ideas. They get you nowhere, but keep you in hell. They keep you in hell. And you suffer. And then you pass your suffering on to others. And if they're not over the fallen state, then they suffer more. This is hell on earth. This is what hell is like forever and ever. Amen. If you drop your body in the way that you're living with fear fear and unforgiveness, you're stuck. But if you drop your body, you die. You leave your body and you have forgiven and you've overcome fear. You're free for eternity. 888-7753-773. Let me take a quick break when I come back. Your phone calls and super chats. Back in a moment. Run from evil within yourself or outside of self. You got to deal with it. And you need good in order to deal with evil. And God is good. You need to return to the Father. And you'll see within you, He will fight the battle for you. And He will fight it without. Because He will show you how to deal with it. And you will have no fear. Love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, along with nothing else. Nothing else means yourself, your children, your wife your things, your ego, your reputation, and all that. You can't care about any of that. The children of anger will use it to control you. But if you love God, He will renew your mind, and none of those things will be before Him. And so when they go after you, oh well, you may take my body, you may take my things, but you're not going to take my soul. And that's a true reality. the first Thursday of the month, right, today? And it's a men's forum at 7 p.m. tonight. 
So, Hake is not here today. He's out again. He'll be back soon. As a result, we have Joel Friday and my producer, Sean, sitting in for Hake today at 9 a.m. Joel Friday TV at 9 a.m. From 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. They're going to sit in for him. My producer doing it, sitting in for the first time. That's going to be interesting. Sean. And then at 12 noon, the uh, at 11, Joel Friday TV. Joel Friday TV this year is Monday through Thursday now at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Hold on to what? Oh, thanks. I'm reading a note. Um, Joel Friday TV is at 11 now, Monday through Thursday. Amazing, huh? And then at 12 noon, the American Anchor Baby. Anchor Baby, you can't hide. At 12 noon. And he's on fire. Believe me, you don't want to miss it. Amazing. We got to get to your supers and all that in a minute. I want to go to the busy phones. Let me go to James, a first-time caller out of um, North Carolina. James, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Heard around the world. By everybody. And their mama. And their mama. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. Hey, Jesse, I'm a, um, I, I very much respect your view on manhood and family. Um, I do have questions on some of your biblical views. Okay. Um, two that come to mind, uh, first one was free will. Do you, do you think you have a free will? No, I know I don't. I don't think I do. I know for sure that I don't. So I know you worked on yourself throughout the years and you consider yourself to be born again and, and perfect, or at least close to perfection. Was that another force changing you, or was that not you putting the work in? It, uh, it was another force changing me. Okay. So um, how, how could I... Why, why, why do you encourage others to put the work in if there's nothing they can do? Meaning, when I say put the work in, it's mm-hmm. to start living from within by watching what's going on with you on the inside. The kingdom of heaven is within. And when you keep an eye on what's going on inside of you, the kingdom will appear. Because what you're going to discover, if you really want to overcome, what you will discover is that you're nothing like you thought you were. You're not your thoughts. You're not your feelings. You've been lied to by your parents and the world around you. And you've been living a, in hell, calling it heaven. But, but So when you put the work in, all you're doing is watching what's going on within yourself. And the more you watch, the more you understand. And the more you understand, the more you let go. You completely give up and just live. So I think, um, and I agree with that, but I, I think, and I've listen listening to you for a lot of years, I think your phrases... I think your word selection throws people off. I agree with the premise of what you're saying, but that doesn't mean we don't have a free will. 
You do you believe you have one? Before I answer that, I, I need to know the definition because I think that's the problem. I think you're you're defining free will as something that it's not really is. Uh, Can I have a free will means we're being controlled by a predestined. Our story's already written. It's predestined. We have no control. We just here to live live out the story. I don't think you believe that. I think you believe that we are uh, victims of sin and imperfection, and so we can't control a lot of things, so we don't have a free will that way. You think that's what I mean? Yeah, I think you believe we can make changes. (laughs) No, no. I I know that life has already been laid out for us. You do? And all we have to do is live it. That's, That's what you believe? Nothing is required. Oh, that's what you believe? Right. I didn't know that. See, now I'm learning something. So, yeah. do, do you I, believe I think, you have a free will? Absolutely. And, and why do you believe you have a free will? Because uh, my creator told me and showed me. What creator? Um, my God, my creator. What, what did me. he show you and tell you? He told me uh, from past events that humans that walked this earth had a free will. He, he asked the Israelites, what God do you choose to follow? Make that decision. Either follow me or follow them. So he wouldn't have told them that if they didn't have a free will. He told you he that or the Israelite? No, I said he, he told humans before I came to this earth. So oh, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Jesus had a free will. He didn't, he didn't come here and die for us just because he was a, a robot. If, that, if that's the case, then a the sacrifice doesn't really mean that much, does it? Well, will yourself to never have another negative thought. Well, that's what I mean, Jess. I think I think I agree with that. We are very limited. Well, will uh, your nature from evil to good? I can't. Uh, will yourself to have perfect peace? See, this, this is it. This is the peace that I think uh, we agree with, but we're using the wrong term. But if you have I, a per, uh, free will, why can't you will yourself to do all of those things? My free will allows me to believe in God and follow Christ. Under that arrangement, I can now have perfection um, under that under that clause, so to speak. What? But with that, under that arrangement of believing in God and following Christ, I can now walk into perfect. I can now work on perfection. But without it, I can't will myself to do anything. But so I think you're. I we, think you're right. When you say work on perfection, how you do that? In other words. You said it took you 30 years, right? 17 years, something like that? You had to work on it. It just went overnight. But right? what do you mean when you say work on it, uh, James? You might be right. I just want to understand it's, it's, you. Well, it's, a pro- it's, it's a process, right? Like, you know. What do you, um, what do you mean when you say you work on it by believing in God? So belief is faith, right? So faith takes, takes years. It takes a long time to say, I'm going to believe and trust that God is going to help me get a better job. I'm not going to take a job from... Uh, Planned Parenthood. I believe he's going to give me a better job. That's faith. So once you get through that obstacle, now you can get to another obstacle, and you know it takes years to build that up to get to you know that that perfect state. So I believe um, without that, you cannot you cannot will yourself to do anything. You're just a slave uh, to, to Satan, a slave to imperfection. But with Christ and belief in God, I think you can. Uh, but have but that. you're wrong. Well, why am I wrong? Because there's no such thing as believing in God. 
Well, I know what you're saying, and, I, and again, those are words. See, I think you're, you're a word guy. <laughs> what do you mean? I think I think we believe the same thing. We just we say it different. But I think I I may be saying it incorrect. You may be right, but you know we, we were kind of raised to say believe in God. But I know what you mean. What, what do I mean? You can't believe in God. In other words, it's, that's like uh, that's kind of too uh, basic. Um, you, you have to experience God. I think is what you mean. You can't just believe in God. Everybody, a lot of people believe in God, but they go out every day and do do, do crazy things that don't reflect that they believe in God. Nobody believe in God. Yeah, they say they do, but no one does. But nobody does, right? But, I understand what you're saying. Um, but what am I saying? I think you mean it's a God has to be in you, meaning by your works. It's not you can't just you, you can't believe in God. Uh, he's not that simple. It has to be by your lifestyle. You know, your works dictate whether God knows you and he, whether he's using you. No, that's not what I mean. Okay. How can you read all this stuff into what I mean? Say it again, Jeff. Why are you saying all these different things that I mean when it's not what I mean at all? Oh, I, I could be wrong. Right. Uh, educate me, brother. Have you, um, um... Are you a Christian? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Have yes. you um, have you gone and forgiven your mother? Yes, sir. And like I said, I believe in all I believe in all your uh, beliefs about family and manhood. I've done, I've done, you know, everything. Is this only? But the you free believe you have a free will, and and it's just absolutely not true at all. Well, I've never experienced uh, not having a free will. Do, do you want for anything? Do I want for anything? Yeah. God's approval. Why do you want his approval? Because I believe he's provided all good things for me. And just like an earthly father that has provided good things for his son, you want to, you want to make your dad proud. You want his approval. You want him to smile but on But he you, doesn't so. want you to want that. For, he doesn't want your, your approval for anything. No, I want his approval. He doesn't want you to want his approval for anything. Why not? Why does he need to want that from you? Well, his son needed it. Didn't he? When his son got baptized, he said, this is my son, the beloved. But so why does son, he need you to want his approval? Because if his son, who was perfect, needed it, why shouldn't I need it? What do you mean? Jesus didn't need God's approval. He didn't want God to want his approval. Maybe he didn't need it. but He didn't God even want it. God saw he needed it, and he gave it to him. No, no, man. Where you get all that from? It's, it's, I can give you the Bible verse and scriptures right in the scriptures. Jesse. Let me hear it. The beloved, which, which who I'm approved. I'm sorry. Hello. The beloved whom I've approved. Who he has approved. Yeah. After Jesus came out the water and got baptized. Read to what? me where Jesus wanted God's approval. Wanted or got? I didn't say. I didn't say he wanted it. I said God. Provided for him, so why shouldn't I ask for that same approval? God provided what? Provided Jesus with approval. This is my son, who I have approved, the beloved. And what does approve mean? In other words, I'm proud. I, 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 I'm proud of what he did today. I, I, I approve <laughs> him. So believe you, in him. You bring God down to a, 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 a evil mentality way of thinking. What's evil about approving your son? Your son just came to earth willingly. Die for humankind. It's evil to say that you, you approve what he did. But uh, God doesn't think the way you think about approval. I know. 
I, I would never, I would never say he does. I'm just saying we were made in his image, so we think we can't think like God. Don't you agree? No. So what does he mean when he says, "Let's make them in our image"? Well, what, Jesus said what, that. What do you mean by you can think like him? In other words, how he expresses himself in the scriptures, where he says, "I this is my son, the beloved, whom I approve." After Jesus got baptized, that says to me that God looks down on us. He sees what we do. What we do wrong, he sees it. What we do but, good, But what do you mean happy. by you can think like him? In other words, I can relate. I can look at the scriptures and see how he thinks, and I can think like God. No, you can't. I know Not I can't. at all. I, I, I know I would never be able to measure up, but I, I have that ability to read and understand that way. No, you don't. So it, the scripture is just a mystery. Why, you know, we can't understand it. No. Oh. So what's the purpose? It's to find the kingdom of heaven. It's a roadmap. That's all it is. Yeah, I believe that. I agree. But then, but why you are you putting all this other stuff into it? Then, if you believe that, I'm just saying, uh, if 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 God approved Jesus for dying for humankind, coming to Earth, and doing His will. Why, why is it wrong for me to say I would like God's approval for me and what I do? But why is that wrong? Approval? What? I mean, it's, it's, when it's, I die, Jesse, I, when I'm on my deathbed, I want to be able to say, "God, I hope I did your will." Is that wrong? Why do you want to say that? Because that's the purpose of my life. My life is not to please myself or others. It's to please God. How is that? To do my very best to represent him. Your purpose is not to please God. God doesn't need you to please him. Again, we're using words, so that's the best way I can kind of describe it. I know what you mean. What do I mean? mean I'm just, I'm just. just What do I mean? In other words, who am I to think that God needs me? I I see what you mean. It's little. That's not what I mean. Okay. I, I thought that's what you meant. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. What, what do you mean by God doesn't need doesn't need my approval? Why does okay. he Why does he need it? Just think about it. Even even in a fallen state, that doesn't make sense. God doesn't need anything from me. But why I'm you saying, say? I'm saying I want I want I want His approval. I'm not saying He needs it. You want His approval of what? That He approves of the way I'm living. That he approves of my lifestyle, that he approves of my works. If 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 I don't have that, then what's the point? Well, you wasting your time thinking you're going to get that. That ain't gonna never happen. Well, what's the point of doing good if we don't want God to say or think, at least look down and say, "Well, job well done." What's the point? What's the point of all this? Because the point is, there's no such thing as human beings doing good. So what's the point, Jesse? Why do you why and do you to advocate over, and to overcome evil? So what? What's the what's the problem with evil then? If God doesn't care, he, he, you're painting it like he doesn't even care. He doesn't want it. <laughs> he doesn't care. So what's the point? I, I'm trying to understand the why. The point of be, life is for you to overcome evil. I don't get it. Why not? I don't. I don't. I don't get. It. You're making it. You're making this seem like God is a, a person that has no interest in humans. <laughs> he died, but not in a way that you can ever, ever, ever think or imagine. You, you can't. There's nothing in you, guess and think the way he, what he, the way he see humans. Why do you say that? It doesn't exist in your mind. So 
So the scriptures don't talk about him feeling hurt to his heart when when people in the past uh, disobeyed him. What? The scriptures don't talk about him being hurt when humans disobeyed him. I don't know what you mean. There's scriptures that say God was hurt for his heart. His heart was hurt when people disobeyed him in the past. It may be in it, but where is that? I've never seen that. Well, you don't read, you don't read the Bible. You clearly. Think- you think that God' heart is hurt because people don't obey Him? That's that's uh, stated so many times in the, in the Bible. Just I can't even tell you how many times that's in the Bible. So like, you believe you that God's heart is hurt when people don't obey Him? Yes. And so, if His heart was hurting because people don't obey Him, all you have to do is He. Uh, he would just change your heart. If, no. So he why would he change If he's so hurt by it, why does he change your heart? Jesse, we're not robots. If we were robots, you're making it seem like everything is written, predestined. We're just robots living this thing out. What it does, doesn't work that way. What does we're predestined me? You said it's already written. It's, we, it's already determined. Our life is already determined. That's predestined. That's not right. Predestined mean that your life is already laid out. Right. And you don't believe that your life is already laid out. No. So if that's the case, then God created Adam and Eve to sin. Why don't it was you laid out? Why they have a choice? Why don't you believe that your life is already laid out? And you say you believe in God. Because if my life was laid out, then the ransom sacrifice of Christ means nothing. What does that mean, a ransom sacrifice? When Jesus came to earth, why did he die for me? For my sins? Wouldn't that mean a ransom sacrifice? I don't know what you mean. In other words, a sacrifice. Jesus Jesus give, gave me what Adam lost. So Adam was a perfect man. He died. Out of free will, he chose to follow Satan. Now, all that is not true. So he was no. a robot? God no. made him to, to, to follow Satan? Is that what you're saying? What do you mean by he robot? Chose to. You're saying... Jesus never Adam, followed Satan. No, no, no. Adam chose... I mean, Adam never followed Satan. He chose to follow Satan no, by listening didn't. to his wife. Yes, he did. Amazing. He listened, Let me tell you this, uh, James. It's a very interesting call. I do appreciate the time running out, and I got so many well, calls I want well, to get One more quick one, Josh. Yeah. I'm not going to, it's not a question. I just want to leave you with something. Let it marinate. Maybe we can pick up next time. Okay, okay. I remember you said something about two weeks ago. You said that um, Jesus um, didn't tell us how to pray. Okay. Is that correct? No. He never told us how to pray? He did tell us. So, what is your thoughts he on... He did the Lord um, prayer thing. Huh? He, if you can, ha, huh, you can hear. He did. <laughs> 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 he did the Lord's prayer. They said, well, how do I pray? And right. they, he, he gave them the Lord's prayer. And that's what so the what? silent prayer is all about. No. No, I'm telling you, that's what it is. Well, maybe, maybe, but you said we shouldn't ask for forgiveness. That's not correct. What? You said we should not ask for forgiveness. What? Then you said we shouldn't ask for forgiveness from other human beings. No, no from God. What, does God tell you to ask for forgiveness? That's said the Lord Jesus told us to pray that way. Did He tell you to ask for forgiveness? Yes. Okay, but listen, James. Call me again. I'll smoke on that. Forgive us of our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. I'll smoke on that. Thank you, buddy. Amazing. Amazing. Happy New Year. 
Uh, Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Chat. Amazing is how we're going by. Amazing, Amazing show so far. Are you ready for Super Chat? Oh, we're ready. Good morning, so Super hate, Chatters. Uh, the anchor baby is sitting there for hate with the hate news and the Super Chats and all that. Exactly. Welcome. We're going to keep going with some from yesterday. Got some coffees from Rocky the Mexican, or the Mexican. Hi, Grandpa Jesse. He bleh. <laughs> Question. Is God's will and the word of God the same? Is God's will and the word of God? I don't understand the question. Maybe the rest of this may help. And if oh, okay. so, the life of Christ was the full of... And if so, the life of Christ was the full expression of God's will for us, is it? I don't even understand the question at all. He says, gracias, señores, alpha. I appreciate the question, though, and the super chat. But if you want to make it clearer, call me. 888-7753-773. It may be a good question. I just understand. I'm black and slow. What? Uh, thank you. Someone bought a coffee. Jesse, what is your view on nepotism? You know what? This is a long one, and he has a question he wants to ask you. I think we got to leave it for after. I never met nepotism. Before. Nepotism? He's asking us, your experts, to explain is it for you. a YouTuber? No. Oh. It's a word. It means something. And he wants us to explain it to you, and then you tell us if it's okay. Oh, okay. Let me take a quick break. We'll come back, and we'll finish the Super Chats, at least catch up with them, and then back to your calls. 8-8, eight, eight, there's one line open. <laughs> Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They'll make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's going to have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong. But do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see. But you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger. Because it has no love, folks. You need love to defeat evil. And love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's his nature. Good morning. Some Nick news coming at you. Hate out sick, but you got Nick. Don't worry. Don't fret. We still got news coming at you. Look, Ohio. Look, let me tell you first here. The future of America is often left dying on an operating table. Sometimes in a nondescript toilet in Ohio. And I mean America. So that means blacks and whites. Yeah, blacks, they, their future too is often left on an operating table. And like I said, sometimes in a toilet in Ohio, a law in Ohio requiring fetal remains to be buried or cremated draws praise and rebuke. The decision will force women or clinics to choose how remains are handled after a surgical abortion. Abortion providers who don't comply could face jail and a fine. This is a law. Uh, this is from 2021. This same law is in the center of this story with Brittany Watts. Brittany Watts, black woman in Ohio. 
This very same law could affect women who have miscarriages. Story is police charged Brittany Watts with abuse of a corpse after she miscarried her fetus at home and allegedly attempted to flush it down the toilet. As Ohio voters debated whether or not to enshrine abortion rights, Watts went to the hospital with bleeding down there, and her water had broken prematurely at 21 weeks and five days. Watts' lawyer said doctors debated for eight hours whether or not to give her an abortion, since Ohio bans the procedure after 22 weeks. Imagine that, 21 to 22. She eventually went home where she miscarried. Watts later returned to the hospital for treatment, where doctors alerted the police about her miscarriage and the need to locate the fetus. Criminal charges ensued. Watts has pleaded not guilty. As the jury deliberates, Watts' lawyer questions whether a fetus can be defined as a corpse if it never took a breath. Wow. This debate, the nitpicking of where life begins while life is dying. Here, the life of Americans on a table or a toilet. Law professors reportedly said the prosecution's biggest challenge is the 1996 law's vagueness in language. Still, Watts could face up to a year in prison. More than 4,000 health care workers and community leaders have signed a letter urging authorities to drop the unwarranted charge. A little bit of info from the skim there. It's been almost two years since the Supreme Court overruled Roe v. Wade, spurring more than a dozen states to criminalize getting an abortion. Now Watts' case is putting a spotlight on how laws can put pregnant people's lives at risk by discourage them, discouraging them from seeking care. That's a funny way of putting it. The skim pregnant people, you mean women? The same women who are holding the future of America hostage and killing children seems so it seems like maybe there's a even smaller minority group that's more at danger the skim and that that is the children in america sometimes more often than not in the womb horrible not to be so dark but you know what else is dark jeffrey epstein those documents came out apparently Court unsealed hundreds of court documents connected to the sex offender. The documents are part of the 2017 settlement for Epstein's associate, Ghislaine, G-Lane, G-Lane Maxwell, whatever. Social media has been speculating about what or who could be named. Yeah, social media is definitely speculating. Everyone's talking about Stephen Hawking all of a sudden. Uh, that's, what, that's just a meme, right? Stephen Hawking's involvement with the Epstein stuff. I, those are just memes I'm seeing, right? <laughs> The skim is also wondering. Anyways, still, there doesn't seem to be any bombshell revelations. Instead, the docs provided more insight into Epstein's relationship with former presidents Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, as well as Prince Andrew and others. They are not accused of any wrongdoing in the documents. Yeah, because if there was, trust me, they would have put that out there right away on Donald Trump. Let's be real. That would have been the first thing they did. Not accused of any wrongdoing. The identities of some Epstein accusers were also revealed, but many of those names were already known from previous media reporting. The court could release more in the future. So, I guess remains to be seen on all that. Look, we got Men's Forum today, RebuildingTheMan.com. If you need more info on everything we're doing, Jesse Lee Peterson, Bible Thumper Thursday, Hour 2.